Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. What's up, anime fans? We are back, and we are pumped to talk about Demon Slayer. We're covering episodes one and two. One is called Cruelty, and two is uh, Trainer Sakonji Urokodaki. And again, super excited to be here. My name is Perry Lane. Everybody's here. Why don't you say hello, Jamie? Hey guys, what's up? Happy to be back. I, I feel like we were just here yesterday, technically. Um, but it's good to be back, uh, and I'm glad to start reviewing Demon Slayer. Yes, Ollie. Hey, it's Ollie Drennan. I'm so excited. I'm already really excited about this anime just by the first initial episode. So I'm ready to talk about it, and I missed you guys. Yay, and Veronica. Hey everyone, Veronica Valencia here. So happy to be back. Tanjiro is the goodest boy and Nesco is best girl. Right, we all need to save Nesco. <laughs> now we we know the show's already come out and everything, so please no spoilers. We're only covering two episodes at a time. So right now we'll talk about one and two, but also real quick, let's say, has anybody seen the show already or are we going as a new experience? Mine is 50-50 because okay. I started watching it before because I was like, everyone's talking about Demon Slayer. So I was watching it on Hulu, uh, subbed. And so I think because, you know, we watched a bunch of shows. At the time, we were reviewing My Hero Academia. Check out our um, after shows about My Hero Academia as well. But uh, I think because I had so many other shows to focus on, I hadn't quite finished it. But I loved it. And now I found it dubbed because I know it was on Adult Swim and things like that. So um, it should be a lot easier to get through without feeling distracted. You know how it is with the subbed. So, yeah. All right. Ollie. Yeah, I, I have not touched this series until the after show. So I'm really excited to going in blind. Uh, yeah, it's, it's really good so far. <laughs> nice. And Veronica. I'm in the same boat as Jamie. I had started it, but I hadn't finished it. So technically, I'm just treating this as a whole new experience. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I already watched the show, so I'll omit from predictions. Uh, but in rewatching it, it's really fun to take it all in again because it's such a beautifully animated show. It's stunning. Um, I was so excited when it came on. I'm like, it's so just like a cool style, which we'll talk a lot more about that. Uh, but yeah, let's dive into episode one. So raise your hand if you thought it started off maybe a little ominous because, you know, we got them in danger and then it goes to like, everything's peaceful. Was anybody like, uh, yeah, wait, what's going on? Or I'm really suspicious about what's going on right now. It was a good teaser. I mean, the title is Demon Slayer. So I'm expecting some death, some blood, (laughs) some craziness. Uh, But it instantly got me excited. I'm like, okay, what's going on? She's on his back. There must have been some massacre. I need to keep watching. So it, it, it really did a good job of me, someone who's never seen the, the series or maybe someone else like me, to get you like wanting to know how that 
how it led up to that point. So I was really, really like instantly pulled in. And that usually doesn't happen with anime, well, certain animes, but yeah. I agree. Because, okay, when I first, and this is to kind of piggyback on what uh, Carrie said and what Ollie said. So to what Carrie said about the animation, the very first thing you see the snow and all you hear is this panting. Already you're like, okay, what's about to happen? So the first episode reeled me in because I'm in it. I was clenching my heart. It's literally, you're, you have all these emotions because his family was massacred and murdered. So um, that reeled me in. And I think I always like to refer to other anime because that's what us anime people do. Um, <laughs> it reminded me of another show that we also reviewed, which is Attack on Titan. The first episode, I was hooked. It's like, it, it got me emotionally already. And it made me want to keep watching. And as far as to what Ollie says, yeah, like it's it was a teaser. Um, it made me want to figure out what happened and um, so far, so good. Veronica, watching yeah. it again. Yeah, how'd it feel? Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with what Ollie and Jamie have already said and that it was a very good teaser just to really draw you in. You know, instead of kind of trying to fluff you up and give you all of this exposition right off the bat that maybe you can get lost in, it automatically hooks you with like, okay, here's what's, what you look forward to and then let's get back to kind of the setup. But even the setup was very quick, you know, just kind of like uh, the show we previously reviewed, My Hero Academia, this show, Demon Slayer, gets right to the point, and especially in the first episode. So it really moves quickly. And as a fan, you're instantly drawn because you want to know what this world is. Like for me, you know, if, if the aesthetic, if the beautiful aesthetic of the show doesn't hook you, if, uh, you know, then definitely just the teasers and the fast paced will. Oh yeah. We get our main character, um, Tanjiro Kamado, and he's big brother, big happy family. Uh, though the father has passed away, we get reference to that. And he has this kind of very foreboding, now that you know what happens, kind of comments about how life can change uh, suddenly like water, and it's not always sunny. Whenever happiness is destroyed, there's the smell of blood. What did you all think about Tanjiro has this unique sense of smell? It comes up a bit throughout these first two episodes. What do you think of that? I thought it was pretty dope. Um, okay, so again, all anime reminds me of other anime, and I know sometimes <laughs> in live chat, like, what do I know what you're gonna say? Can? No, I'm gonna pinpoint everything. So, um, like the time period reminds me a little bit of Inuyasha, even just with that kind of yes! stuff, right? And then, see, Veronica, you know. And then uh, know. with uh, Tanjiro and his sense of smell, I was like. Inuyasha like he had a great sense of smell um just little things like that and uh oh the quote as far as like um once happiness is over the smell of blood I was like I rebuke that we're <laughs> when I'm happy we're gonna try to stay on a happy high as much as we can but you know I was like that quote's not for me but other than that yeah nice Ollie what do you think of that that sniffer he has <laughs> he's like I smell it I smell something Whoa. Okay, I don't mean to address the elephant in the room, but I'm gonna. What's up with his forehead? Like, what is that? Like, what is that thing on his head? Like, that's what I thought of instantly when I first saw him. Like, I didn't really. I, I guess it went over my head. A lot of things go over my head when it comes to like those interesting character traits. But yeah, that definitely. Now that you bring it up, that smell, his good sense of smell, is something to kind of keep your eye on. I don't know if he's part dog. I don't know if it's just a talent. Uh, but maybe I feel like there's something with him and his sister Nezuko like there's something about them that's very special that I'm sure we're gonna find out I know that's more prediction wise but 
maybe that has something to do with it. But I also love the introduction of his character because I feel like you already know that he has a lot of weight on his shoulders being the big brother. Um, and he even had literally his, his sister <laughs> on his shoulders later on in the episode. So he has lots of responsibility, I think. And I feel like this is going to be like a really good like coming of age um, uh, story arc for him as he like gets better with demon slaying, like I would like to think. <laughs> yeah. Veronica, anything yeah. you want to add? Uh, I mean, I'm just piggy going to piggyback off what Jamie said and that that sniff reminded me so much of Inuyasha. Uh, you know, not trying to, not, not necessarily comparing, but obviously there are things that remind you of other anime. And on top of the smell, just the, like I had mentioned, the aesthetic, the idea of kind of being in I, feudal Japan, I think is, you know, I guess kind of the right way to put it. This, you know, beautiful animation reminded me so much of that anime. So obviously if you like that anime, there are things about Demon Slayer, uh, Demon Slayer that you will automatically like, I think. But it was interesting because as far as I know, he is a human and typically these you know, kind of special abilities, these heightened senses sometimes come with some type of lore, which there is lore in this show and we'll get into that. But yeah, I thought it was interesting right off the bat because I was like, he's human. How is he so good? Nice. Uh, we do have a live chat going. Welcome everybody who's watching us live. And Ollie, back to your comment. Renji says, same. I knew it was a scar, but I couldn't stop focusing on it for a while. Yeah, so like, it's I, don't, scar I don't mean to stare, but... <laughs> no, it's a, it's a, I, like, literally thinking of the animation and drawing it, to have to draw that every time is such a unique right. character choice of, like, that they put it in there, and it changes a little bit, and maybe we'll keep an eye on it. Uh, so we see Tandro, he's so helpful, he goes into town, but, you know, on his way back, he has the kind of, like, neighbor down the hill who says, hey, don't go at night, there's demons, just stay here for the night. How much did it suck? Like, how much did your stomach just fall when he gets back home the next morning and it's just bloodbath? And he could have gone home and either he would have died or maybe he could have done something. We don't know. How'd you feel? I feel like, I know, I feel like he could have survived. You know, I just, like, I was really <laughs> upset. I was really upset. Um, and I get it. Like, he was trying to play it safe. The neighbor was trying to look out, although I was very suspicious at first because, like, the, the glass over the eyes, his eyes seemed different. And he was mm -hmm. warning Tanjiro, you know, to be careful of the demons at night. He was looking out for him. I get that, Tanjiro, that the whole neighborhood, the whole town knows him. Uh, but it just it just sucks because it's like they introduce us to his whole family. He had two brothers and I think, th no, or three brothers and three sisters, something along that lines. And to lose all of them, including the baby brother, I was like, come on, like, why? I get it. Like, maybe one, maybe one family member, all of them, except, you know, Nezuko, I was really bummed out about that um so yeah ollie i know you're kind of damned if you do damned if you don't i'm it's like vampires you have to invite that man so like is it the same thing for demons like how did the demons get in there like it doesn't matter the demons are going to get into your house at some point you know so okay. I, I props that guy for letting him in he was also very creepy that guy looked really mm -hmm. creepy no i'm sorry <laughs> he was like come in and eat some rice. super suspicious but i was like oh god I, I got scared for a second i'm like okay maybe you shouldn't trust this particular person what if he's a demon i don't know but um yeah i think it was a really good job to kind of i know i don't want the family to be massacred but it instantly like got you behind and rooting for the uh, tangero and obviously you want his sister to still be alive too and so just that huge loss already makes you really invested in the show 
despite it being very heartbreaking but I feel like great heartbreak is heartbreak is great storytelling you know Mm -hmm. Veronica yeah yeah I mean obviously the fact that it's his entire family it's not just a sibling it's his entire family so it was very devastating and the thing that kind of got me uh questioning was obvious he has the encounter with the man uh who he stays the night with and you know basically the man kind of makes it seem that he has had some kind of encounters with demons and that's why he treads a little bit more cautiously I didn't get that impression from Tanjiro. I thought that, you know, he was fortunate in that he probably had never come across a demon in his life. So I think that's kind of an extra added um, layer of sadness to the devastation because had this family been, had they encountered a demon before, or maybe, you know, if they had taken a little bit more preparation, they would have been a little bit more cautious and maybe it wouldn't have ended up the way it did. That's a really good point. Yeah, he mentions his grandma had some said something, but it kind of feels like, oh, that's, you know, just an old tale. It like it wasn't a real thing to this family until sadly it was too late. Uh and then yeah, as we said, Nezuko's still okay. Uh when she's fight what did you all think of that scene where it's pretty intense where He's on the ground. They've, they're going down the hill. He's going to try to save his sister. They fall off the cliff. She's on top of him and grows in size and smells different. Because again, there's another smell thing. And like, she cries on him because she's still in there. I was like, oh, good. She's not like gone. Uh, what do y'all think of those kind of moments there? You feel conflicted. Um, or at least I felt conflicted because it's like, okay, he thinks his sister's okay, and then all of a sudden she kind of turns on him and is a demon. That would scare the daylights out of anybody, you know, especially if she's on top of you, she's growing in size and strength, and this is your little sister, you know? So I think for me, my first reaction would be, let me get out of here. Although he probably would have died anyway, just because she's a different person now, she's a demon. Um, but then it also made me really sad because when she's on top and she's crying, it's like, what do you do in that situation? You know, and honestly, she is all that he has left and he's all that she has left. So it's just, it's heart, it's heart wrenching. Mm-hmm. And he, it showed like the lengths that he would go. He thought, like you said, that's his last remaining family member that we know of at least that is still quote unquote alive. I don't know how demons work. You know, I always grew up watching zombie movies and if someone's a zombie, shoot them or if they got a cut, shoot them, get away from them, isolate them, social distancing. You know? <laughs> so I, I still don't really know the whole, I don't obviously like the first episode. So, but you still feel like the confliction that Jamie brought up, you know, as Jamie would also say, your sister is turning into a beast. And I got, I was like, oh my God, she's getting huge. I got freaked out by that. Just seeing her get like this mountainous size over her, her big brother. Um, but yeah, also as a viewer, you want him to succeed in helping his sister. And I don't even know how he would help her. He's all by himself at this moment. So you were just, there was so much tension. There was so much suspense and it was such a powerful scene. Yeah, it's, Definitely, it makes you very conflicted in your emotions. But I think for, I think for Tanjiro, he wasn't as conflicted because, you know, as we've kind of already stated, this is his last family member who is still holding on. And Tanjiro really wants to see if he can help her make sure that she stays alive. And kind of the point that I made earlier in that he doesn't know much about demons. You know, for all he knows, Nezko could very well still be in there. And as we've seen, she she is. But 
uh, and we'll talk about it later, but that's not necessarily how demons are supposed to be, which that kind of, you know, makes me think of the lore that the show is trying to go with when it comes to demons. But, you know, as an audience, we're seeing from Tanjiro's perspective. So we're just kind of as much of a novice as he is when it comes to demon lore. So it's a conflict because we're like, oh, she's vicious. She's trying to kill me. What's your gut instinct is to protect yourself. But he kind of has to go against that and, you know, do what's best for her, which is, you know, trying to help her, even though she's coming at him. Absolutely. Um, then we get the attack out of nowhere, which was a really kind of, that fight scene was just a small glimpse of fight scenes to come, but it was very fun and exciting. Uh, he gets attacked by one of the demon slayers, Gyu. And that moment where Nezuko goes to protect Tanjiro, you're like, okay, maybe she is still in there. Cause, and then Ollie, I'm glad you brought up zombies. Cause yeah, same thing. We, we as viewers generally understand zombies, they're gone. Like they are not in there anymore. And that's generally the more annoying storyline where people are like, no, they're still there. And you're like, no, they're not. This is a case where it's like, wait, no, she's doing things she shouldn't be doing. And even the Demon Slayer notices that. What did you guys think of that uh, character introduction and their kind of fight scene and also Tanjiro's sneak attacks? With, uh, with Giyu, I think his name is? Giyu, yeah, it's G-I-U-Y-U, Giyu. Um, okay, so his character, I mean, I, I still don't know enough about his character yet, you know, because it's like right off the bat, I'm like, I don't know if I like his attitude, but at the same time, <laughs> demon slayer, and it's like, how are you going to kill my sister if I said don't kill her? Like, I don't even know you, you know what I'm saying? I just, that's just me though, so mm -hmm. I feel like I, I'd be like, if I said don't kill her, don't kill her. I know she's a demon, but she's mine. So, um, yeah, but I love that, I mean, I know we'll get to that, but I loved what he did in the end to help them and I'm glad that he was cognizant enough to realize like hey they're a little different and if anything I feel like he was saying if another demon slayer catches you oh well mm -hmm. I'm thinking where was this fool last night he, Thank this you. all could have been avoided <laughs> but yeah I, I I don't we obviously don't know his character first episode keep saying it but like right off the bat I do not like those boring cold characters in anime I'm, I always roll my eyes they're so always good at fighting that's all they're good at but obviously there's like a story behind him I'm sure there's a reason why he is very cold and he wants mm -hmm. to kill demons like like that so I'm interested to know that storyline but as a viewer I was thinking to myself oh boring go away <laughs> but thank you <laughs> but also thank you for helping I hope he becomes more like fleshed out and more interesting as a character because he's very just cold he shows no expression but he's a great fighter, that's for sure. Yeah, I feel like I feel like his introduction may have been kind of an introduction to demons to the idea of demon slayers as a whole. And I got the impression that he was very textbook smart, if that makes sense. Like mm -hmm. in his training, he was probably brought up like this is what a demon is, this is how you killed them. Once they turn, there's no going back, so therefore you gotta do your duty. And I feel like that's the difference between him and Tanjiro, where obviously he seems very textbook smart. He knows what he needs to do. Whereas Tanjiro is, is fighting with his heart at this point. And, you know, obviously he's fighting with his heart because it's his sister, but I think him as just a character is very uh, sympathetic and very caring that he would, you know, want to try and help anyone who he thought was suffering. So I think that's just kind of the, in the interesting part of bringing in those two characters. Yeah. Uh, we get more, this demon Syracuse, Tomiyaki, Tomiyaka, he, I, I liked 
his tough love speech essentially to Tandro of what he actually says and what he's thinking. And so you understand he's trying to offer words of encouragement because him saying you are weak and you're indecisive, that's going to get you killed. And it's not because he's being a mean person. He's just like, this is reality. If you have to be, uh, you know, on top of things, otherwise you're just going to die. But he notices that these kids are different and does let them live. And I do like that he um, lets them live and suggests where they should go next. Um, any other mm -hmm. thoughts on this episode? So did he shove like a bamboo stick in her mouth or something? Like, what is that thing that she like that? <laughs> what is that? That gag? I mean, it's helping for sure. It's definitely something I was before I even watched this show. I saw like promotional images of this character as a pro, and I was thinking, what is that? And so, is that a bamboo stalk that's like tied I'm around? Gonna, I'm guessing it's. I mean, I don't know what the actual. <laughs> I'm going to guess I'm just helpful of uh, she has sharp teeth and doesn't accidentally yeah. do something. Um, actually, something. like maybe he put some sort of, uh, not spell, but some sort of jutsu. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, the bamboo stick so that she can't do anything unless it's taken off. Mm -hmm. Props to the voice actor. We don't, for having to just, I don't know if Nezuko's going to talk, but all, just having to grunt. I mean, she talked in the beginning. Like, but, but moving yeah. forward, I wonder if she's going to talk. Yeah. So it, you, lots of grunting for that voice actor. <laughs> and like, arr, arr, arr. <laughs> Back to the Demon Slayer speech. Uh, we got Siv in the chat says, I personally love Yu's speech to Tanjiro about not begging an enemy, which is a good point because he says, you know, if you're, if begging work, you're family would be alive right now which is like oh that's cold man but good point i mean he's saying it though like his family didn't just die less than 24 hours ago like that would right. break down even more yeah um any other thoughts on episode one before we talk about episode two now right. i want to see tanjiro just like go off because he already has a skill you mentioned it with the whole uh when he through the 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 what is what's yeah. that uh, the axe he threw the so rock and then threw the hatchet mm -hmm. he's thinking outside the box so there's definitely something different about him that's what I keep saying or thinking yes uh, and then Ollie back to your comment on Nezuko Chandler in the chat says Nezuko and all Nezuko Nezuko mm -hmm. and all her mmm and mmm mm. <laughs> who mm. yes. So episode two, we get uh, trainer Sakonji Uroko Daki. So uh, Tanjiro looking out for his sister because sun the sunlight is very bad and very dangerous and makes a cute little basket. And she shrinks. How adorable was that? She's so cute. Oh my gosh. Like you just want to like hold her and cuddle her because she's so adorable the way she shrinks and just gets in the gets in the uh basket but also when she's in the hole too it's so sad but it's I also just no I know I love her so much already and I know nothing about her especially <laughs> and I feel bad it's like I want her to eat too I don't want her to go hungry but also I don't want her to be eating humans so I just want her to be happy also yeah. her hair She's got long bundles. Like, is that With an ombre, ombre natural? The, the, the ombre, <laughs> the is it natural? Or is that a demon thing? That's another it's question It's a demon thing. Okay. Ooh. There's some other demons that have similar hair coloring stuff later. Like, can you change yeah. your highlights? 
I don't think right? so, but there are some other orange, <laughs> orange and dark colors. So yeah. Okay. Cool. Demons also fancy. Yeah, you no, know, they, they all go to the same salon. <laughs> uh, so poor Sandro has not encountered a real de a demon in person yet, but gets his first one at the temple. He gets that temple demon, learns they can heal themselves. Uh, and Nezuko drooling all over the blood in that room. But girl comes to the rescue. What did y'all think when she comes in with that hero kit? <laughs> I loved it. So she said she's so small. It's like, I love, I mean, it's, it's rare unless like the show is surrounding a bunch of, you know, little girls that beat people up, you know, like Monica Magica or Powerpuff Girls, but it, the show is not necessarily surrounding Nezuko. So I think it's great. Like when you see her do a little bit of action, but I was like, while they were on the path and they were being warned, like, Hey, this is a dangerous path. I was like, mm -hmm. why do you have to like pass this house? I know you smell blood, but do you have to go towards it? I know. Like, not to see another demon. Are you prepared to fight a demon? Like <laughs> you just got off from a demon slayer. I just, it wasn't adding up for me, but um, yeah, I'm glad that they were able to get through. And also I think it's great too, that they got to, you know, see how it is to really kill a demon, you know? So it's all learning lessons. And I think they're picking up at a good pace. Mm -hmm. I want to see her do more punk kicks. That was amazing. His head flew off. It went flying. <laughs> it was amazing. I want. I just want to see her fight too. I don't know if she's going to be a much of a fighter this this show, but definitely shows the strength that demons have and the powers that even with their heads off, they can still grow arms out of their head and still fight despite being a headless body. So it was really interesting. Mm. right even even her kick looked adorable like I don't know what it is about her she's so cute um but I I actually really like this entire scene because I am a huge geek when it comes to kind of different types of mythologies and lore and obviously when we're introduced to a brand new world and they're like okay there's demons I'm so curious on what types of qualities they're gonna give their creatures so like in being introduced to this new demon was really cool to me because I'm like, oh, okay, so they are more or less human. Like, do they always look cray cray or can they, you know, kind of like shut the face off and look kind of human? Also, he's eating flesh. So is he kind of, is demons, do demons have traits of ghouls? Do they have traits of vampires? Because they can't be in the sunlight. So mm. I loved this sequence because it really made me curious about demons and the world building that I'm sure we're going to get into with this series of like, okay, what exactly are demons? What exactly are their traits? What exactly do they all encompass? Absolutely. I, I love the introduction of the scene because it does give us some of the rules because that's the most interesting thing about any lore is like, okay, well, what rules are being established? and that a show follows him because we're like, sure, the demon can grow arms out of its head and like its body can run around, sweet. Uh, but you're just like, what? And to see where it goes from here is gonna be exciting. What do y'all think about the body running and then Tandra's like, let me chase you and knock you off a cliff. Not the best plan. I, th I think- trying. I was confused when he wasn't, the demon wasn't dead right away as well because wasn't there like another demon that was beheaded or? Someone had said, like, we had the demon, it'll, it will be dead. Oh, yeah. He wasn't dying. It was like, wait, what? So, but also, I remember Tanjiro also said that this demon smelled different. So maybe, you know, just like Veronica was saying, there's probably just a whole world and class of demons, too. Um, different levels, mm -hmm. possibly. I mean, I don't know. Um, so I'm excited to find out. Nice. 
Um, also a thing to note that was interesting that Tanjiro, when he does his headbutt to the demon, the demon mentions his head is as hard as a rock. Right. What's up with that? <laughs> <laughs> Looks at his scar or whatever the heck that is. Hmm. Oh, there could be a connection. Uh, also, what did we think? So we kind of, we talked about a little bit with episode one, a good thing and a bad thing about Tanjiro is he resists, he's resisting killing this demon because he pretty much doesn't want anything, anyone to be suffering. And in the end, he can't kill the demon and the sunlight just does it. And he's like, oh, well, uh, well, then that's that. Uh, what do we think this could be problematic or is this a good trait for a character to have or a bad character trait because he's not killing the things that's killing people yeah. I'm 50 50 on it again but here's why and I am also going to still compare it to other anime um okay where was what was I going to say is it a, a good or a bad thing the only reason why I will say that I don't think it's a bad thing just yet is because his family just died and he literally has no idea what he's doing so I'll cut him some slack there like you know what I mean? I, he, he doesn't know what he's doing. Um, as far as could it be a bad thing in the future? I don't know. I mean, if, if demons come out at night, he kills them in time and then waits for some sunlight. I mean, hey, if you don't have to do it, then, you know, but eventually I feel like he, <laughs> you know, just wipe your hands clean. Um, but it reminds me of Veroni Kenshin. Because uh, Kenshin was, he used to be a bad samurai if you watch Samurai X, and then he became the more gentler, kindler um, uh, uh, assassin samurai who uh, would not kill uh, his enemies anymore. He used the so back of his sword, right? Say, wait, say that again? He was using the back of his sword. Like, he didn't use the blade part. He used the other side. Exactly. Aside. So, I mean, there's, right. there's ways around it. And also, that time period is very similar to uh Inuyasha and Demon Player too. Yeah. Good I'm, I'm I'm a little torn on the issue because I think it, it depends on like the world and this lore that we're talking about. Like I we still don't know the full capabilities of some of these antagonists and these villains. Mm -hmm. So like it works in a world like Avatar Last Airbender, not an anime, not an official anime, but like Aang didn't kill. Like that's something he just wasn't the air monks they didn't kill. And so like that's a good example of that especially in that world like that's a good world where you, yeah you can still get away with in defeating people but not killing them but here might be a little bit different you know these demons are a little nasty and they're gonna eat your face off so it's a little it's hard because you see the morals that he has for sure but you know are you just gonna like okay what if like some demon killed your family like right in front of you are you just not gonna kill that demon you have to at some point you're gonna have to kill you know and it's not a, a bad thing you have to vanquish your enemies and protect the people that you love at, at all costs you know you don't want people that you care about your loved ones to be in jeopardy and sometimes you just have to kill so that is my opinion <laughs> veronica where do you think his goodness stands is a good thing or a bad thing you know i think at this point in time it's a good thing i think you know i i'm cutting the guy some slack this is a character who i'm sure has not had who has never had a single ounce of violence in his body. And kind of going back to what I said earlier, I still feel as though Tanjiro has never come across in his life demons. They're, they've probably always been a myth to him. So he's always led a very simple and uh, hardworking and peaceful life. And so in this moment when he's tasked to kill something, it's a, it's a struggle for him because it's like, yes, in my mind, I know that this thing is evil, but it's still the act of killing that 
I'm not comfortable with that I've never done before in my life. So for right now, I understand his hesitation. I think in time, maybe once he starts getting more accustomed to the demon world and kind of sees the truth behind good and evil, it'll come more natural for him to be like, okay, this is a duty. This is not necessarily killing for the sake of killing. So I think his hesitance for right now is completely fine. And I think he'll grow into his duties when the time comes. Well, luckily, speaking of good timing, we get the character of Sakonji Urokodaki, who comes in essentially and able to help him out. And he has that demon mask on that's like, whoa, okay. Uh, and he's talking to Tandra and saying, you're being too slow and you're too slow to make decisions. And he's going to test him to see if he's worthy of training, essentially, which is our standard air anime and often the hero's journey. Let's go on a test to see if you're worthy of training to go. What did y'all think of the test? One, that character. And two, they go up the mountain. Okay, now your job is just come back down. There's just traps and danger along the way. I mean, uh, I think it's just to kind of test his stamina, too, and his resilience. As far as everyone just kind of trying to bring um, Tanjiro down, like his family just died, people gave him a break. <laughs> you just keep beating him down and you call him weak and indecisive and too kind. Like <laughs> a little bit of hope after he literally lost everything. And now his sister's a demon. He doesn't, he doesn't know what life is right now. And I just want them to cut him some slack. But um, yeah, as far as the training, I, I totally agree with you, Carrie. It's always that whole journey to the character and i think we're still of course going to see that in some future episodes but yeah i think it's just testing his stamina his resilience and trying to seeing like if he can actually survive i don't think that he would actually let him and his little sister die since they came all the way over there just to get training anyway so yeah mm -hmm. ollie yes exactly I, I completely agree with what with what jamie said especially since um what was his name ghetto ghetto you yeah he kind of like not give him a letter of recommendation but he's like use my <laughs> let let him know I sent you so he has to do this in order to like you know get better and whatnot and he's you no know, it's like the whole anime trip of training brought me back to my hero with Deku and all my and it's like very typical so hopefully we can get past this and get back to the good stuff you know <laughs> like I'm all for training we gotta get we gotta help our characters grow and get better but you know it is what it is but yeah <laughs> I Veronica I found it kind of weird because typically when you go on your hero's journey the hero is kind of established himself as like I want to make the change whereas Tanjiro was kind of just thrown into this in the first episode in like the first episode and a half he never said I want to be a demon slayer it was just kind of like oh I'm supposed to go find this guy in the hopes of helping my sister out I didn't exactly sign on to be a demon slayer and so for this whole test thing I think it's you know uh, a test for both of them just because obviously Tanjiro failed the killing part of the test so maybe I forget the name, the guy's like, oh, let's test your stamina and your endurance and see if you could actually even, you know, withstand the more physical training portion of it. Uh, but yeah, I just found this, this whole scene very weird because it was a very unconventional hero's journey where the hero doesn't even know he's going on a journey. Yeah. It's a very good point. Um, and not a spoiler thing, but we have J.R. Mutax. Sorry if I'm saying that wrong. It's all spelled out as letters. 
I think the anime addresses suffering in general very well as the show progresses. So I 100% agree. So we'll see as the show aggresses and progresses and Tanjiro's stance on is he good or not and his approach to what and who suffers <laughs> is really interesting and in how the show addresses it. Um, the test, I do like. Artanjiro shows off his nose seals again and he sniffs out the traps, but it's still very difficult, which is nice because, yeah, he's not uh, a hero that's perfect immediately. Not that that's a bad thing, but sometimes that can be boring. So it's like, no, he's good, but he has somewhere to grow to. So we know that this character has like a journey ahead. So we learn he has the letter that they're kind of similar. Uh, they mentioned like essentially his new sensei like okay they're going to be a similarish character and he is accepted as a student also the fact that this is essentially a stranger Tandro is able to leave his sister with him and the guy's like it's okay I'll watch her it's like okay don't kill her please okay <laughs> <laughs> put, her in, the, put just... her in the basket <laughs> <laughs> put her in the basket shrink girl shrink <laughs> I don't know. I just, I get the feeling that that's just a testament to his character. Tanji, like I said, Tanjiro is very empathetic and he's very trusting. And I, I can't, I feel like I've said so much this episode in that he's just lived in such a peaceful world that I think he's having a hard time breaking away from that. He's had this very devastating event happen to him, very traumatizing, but he can't break away from the world that he once lived in. And I think mm -hmm. that that's also going to be something that he's going to have to learn throughout his journey that, you know, you're going to have to make moves when you have to make moves. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I also like the comment that you shout out to, to JR in the chat because he said it's about, you know, showcasing suffering, but also like mourning. Like, obviously, mm -hmm. we don't want any of our like loved ones to like die, but death can happen as scary as it sounds like that, you know, like obviously it happened in the show. And like, that's mm -hmm. the most realistic part of the show. Obviously, demons aren't really real <laughs> or, or maybe they are but um I mean it kind of just goes to show like he, the weight that sometimes you have to take over dealing with a loss of a loved one or multiple loved ones sometimes you have to pick up the pieces and he has to pick up his sister and has to just move on and grow and I think that's what this anime is also going to be about so it's just yeah. it's tough it's tough kind of dealing with loss and mourning and whatnot yeah he doesn't really get any time to really process his family's death it's go 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 constantly um we got another great couple chat um comments in the chat uh referring back to uh, veronica the, how the show is not a typical hero journey chandler says he accepts the training out of need and said the typical shonen thing of the hero wanting to be best of the best uh jr mitak says like veronica says he's a reluctant hero uh and he's also uses his heart more than most shonen leans says chandler and then here's a really interesting point that uh, Flower and Bloom points out. I don't know if this helps, but to put in context, Tanjiro is 13 and Nezuko is 12. Oh, yeah. It's our standard anime thing that they're sure. way younger than you think. <laughs> oh, man. This, this boy at 13 is our... For, before Demons even came, he was such a hard worker, and then Demons came, and now he's being a Demon Slayer, and, you know, I'm sure he's going to save the world. You want to know what I was doing at 13? I was eating ramen. Okay. Yeah. Playing DDR. <laughs> I'm still anime, eating like... ramen. <laughs> no, but these these shonen protagonists are just you know superheroes. Right. Crazy. But it, I will say that it is refreshing that he's not like annoying Ash Ketchum, always wanting to be the best. Like it's like you don't want to see that all the time in anime. It's not. It's 
it's not relatable. <laughs> it's not relatable. Oh my God, your Pikachu is like level 99. Get out of here. Uh, but but it's refreshing seeing more relatable characters who aren't perfect and aren't trying to be something that they're not and trying to like, obviously he's going to grow and become like a great slayer, demon slayer. But mm-hmm. it's nice to have that hero that isn't cocky and super confident all the time. Because we all have our moments when we're not feeling confident or we know that there's always room and improvement for improvement. So it's nice. I'm really liking his character as a uh, male lead or as Absolutely. a pr- protagonist in general. Yeah, no, he's, it's nice to have, as the show progresses, um, he's a very kind character and it's nice to have that to be the lead character. And I was going to say, like, it's like uh, remembering Sailor Moon that they're in middle school, but to us here, when we watched it, I probably, I thought they were like in high school. College. (laughs) You're like, wait, they're middle school? They were in eighth grade at least. (laughs) Yeah. Right. All right. Um, any other thoughts on these episodes before uh we get into some quick predictions and a special segment and little tiny bit of news? I think it was a good first two episodes of a series, enough to reel us all in because that's rare. Sometimes even just for regular TV shows, that we also review on After Buzz TV. Make sure you guys check out our other channels. Um, sometimes they start off so slow and it doesn't get good until mm-hmm. episode five or season two. And I don't have that kind of time. But Demon Slayer, <laughs> Demon Slayer is, is looking really good so far. I'm excited because I'm just excited I can watch it dubbed too. So yeah. Yeah, Yay. I'm really, I'm really excited. It's gonna be hard not to binge this because I don't, I'm not gonna binge it. I'm gonna just go by week by week. But I'm really interested. I want to know what happens. Um, but also before we go, that opening song is a bop. I was like, oh my god, this song goes off. I love it. It's so, it's such a good. I am a sucker for a good anime opening song, theme song. Me too. It's on, honestly a good opening theme song sets the mood for the entire series. I, I I agree with what you're saying, Jamie, and that Demon Slayer has had a very strong opening and that it was able to hook its audience. And for me, I think, you know, I'm still battling this as a viewer myself of like, hmm, would I rather be hit, like hit with a bunch of exposition in the beginning to kind of be introduced to this world? Or do I want to learn about it over the course of this season? And I think Demon Slayer has done enough of a good job to hook you in the action and the characters that it's like, I'll learn about it later. (laughs) Yay, I'm glad everybody's enjoying it. And thank you so much, everybody who is enjoying uh, in the chat along with us. And thank you, nobody's doing spoilers. Really appreciate that. So we're only doing two at a time. Um, let's do some quick news. The only real big news thing is they did release a trailer for the movie that'll be coming out October 16th. Uh, they released, Aniplex released the English dub version of the trailer, which is super exciting. Uh, I'd recommend y'all not watch it yet because, <laughs> uh, <laughs> unless you've already have, because if you don't know what's going to happen, I don't know, maybe out of context, it'll be fine. But, um, it's a really dope trailer. Uh, I remember the, I saw the Japanese version of it. So it's exciting to see the English dub of it. Also, make sure to follow Demon Slayer USA, which is the official Twitter for Demon Slayer on Twitter. All right, uh, so that's the big news is just that the English dub trailer's out. Let's get into some quick predictions. And now, All right. you're after uh, Buzz who has TV. One? Who think, I mean, we've said it a little bit, but who thinks what's going to happen in the next couple episodes? It's so funny because I already kind of got like, not, I, what episode did I even get on? I probably got like episode 11 subbed, but I barely remember it. So it's all right. It's, okay, it's all good. Um, <laughs> predictions wise, I still don't really have huge predictions besides he's probably going to go through his training. And, uh, you know, I'm just excited to kind of see what he learns about himself 
and his new skills because clearly he's going to be getting trained to be a demon slayer. So I wonder what kind he'll be if he doesn't even know how to kill one just yet. Um, and I wonder where Nezuko falls and all of that. So that's my mm -hmm. prediction so far is just really his training. And I think that um, I, just based on his character so far, I think he'll do well in his training. Ollie. Uh, I think real quick, I think Nezuko's gonna, it's gonna be really hard protecting her and whatnot because she can't really like speak, you know, for herself. So I'm, I'm mm -hmm. worried about like, if he goes and leaves her, for example, we already talked about it. Like, is she gonna be okay by herself being solo dolo? Just hiding that basket girl. But I think we're gonna find out more about uh, Tenjiro and like his scar, whatever that is, that really just stands out to me. I can't stop looking at it. And I think a lot of his, um, his like, his teachers and like the people who are actually good demon slayers I think the reason why they are the way they are is because they pro probably suffered great losses in their in their past just like Tenjiro did so those are my predictions. Veronica? Yeah definitely think next few episodes might be dedicated to his training uh obviously with the pace of this show is going I don't think it's going to last very long and just a little bit good curiosity less of a prediction I do wonder how Tanjiro's attitude towards demons is going to change, if it does change. Obviously, Nezuko's a demon, and that's his sister, and he's going to love her unconditionally no matter what. But is he ever going to see demons as demons? Or is he always going to see them as humans, as, like, different types of humans that just, you know, kind of are different with the uncontrollable hunger, I guess you can say. So uh, I wonder if he's ever going to be able to distinguish the two or, or if he's always going to feel sympathetic towards demons because of his sister or because of other reasons. So more of a curiosity. Oh, very cool. Um, and then uh, real quick, our special segment of word of the day. Jamie, you pointed out the show started with, with snow. So our word of the day is the word for snow, which is Yuki. 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 <laughs> Soma. Yuki Soma. So for your Romaji, that's Y-U-K-I, Yuki for snow. Uh, well, thank you so much, everybody, for watching and joining us and joining in the live chat. Also, if you're interested in de devouring more of this content, you can check out the manga on viz.com for Demon Slayer. So you can watch after you've rewatched it, you can also read it. So go check it out on viz.com. All right. Now, where can everybody find you? Jamie. Hey guys, it's Jamie here. You can find me on Twitter at it's Jamie Gray or better yet on Instagram at Jamie Gray. My name is spelled J-A-I-M-I. -I. Ollie. Hey guys, it's Ollie. Follow me on Twitch and Instagram at Ollie Dreamer. And Veronica. Hey everyone, Veronica Valencia here. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at it's me, Veronica underscore V. And my name's Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. And also go check out our anime Twitter, which is ABTV Anime. So we post a lot of press releases about upcoming manga, games, movies, and all that. So again, thank you so much for watching and joining us. And we'll see you next time. Sayonara. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.